welcome to the Comic Book Dudes Podcast. I'm LK Comics and Film, and this is my compadre, my super friend, Q. Uh, Q, you want to introduce ourselves? Indeed. So, I like how you said ourselves, because we basically came from the same Camino factory. Exactly. Um, yeah, we both like everything nerdum, fandom, geekdom, as I like to call it. And, yeah, like, it's movies, TV, comics, of course, by the name, <laughs> gaming, and all that fun stuff, and collectibles. And collectibles. So, yeah. And... Well, Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Q, but I just wanted to add something on there. Um, we actually, this is a small plug, but we actually have our own Discord server, and we actually put polls on there, and today's episode uh, was actually done by a poll. We did all these topics, put them on a poll, and each got voted to see which one the people wanted the most. So if you want to hear a topic and we haven't talked about it yet, then... Just join our Discord server, chat with other fans and just people in general, and uh, it will be a great fun time. So, uh, thanks for listening to that plug. Let's get on with the podcast. All right, Q. So, today, if you don't know, we're already talking about, we're talking about Superman, Man of Fucking Tomorrow. What was your initial opinion of it? And after you watched the film, what did you Initial opinion. First two fifths of the movie, like as as you know, the five parts of a movie: um, yeah. exposition, rising action, climax, falling action. Um, what's the la- resolution? Yeah. All that. Yeah. Well, I like to review movies based on those, like a percentage of how good it was. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, this movie did really good in the beginning. It first two fifths. Um, the exposition and rising action. It actually did pretty good. I actually liked that. Until we got to the climax. Arguably the most important part of a film. They absolutely failed. And then exactly. later on it just got worse. I mean, I completely agree with that. I, I feel like the climax was okay, but just got really, really boring. And didn't make any sense. Yeah. And was just weird. Like, for the first two pieces, like, that was kind of where we were discovered. We we were still discovering what this movie was about. And it, once again, it was building up. And then at the climax, where it's supposed to be, like, the epic action, it really was just mediocre and boring. Like, what? A uh, spoiler warning right here. John Jones uh, uses a hologram uh, of himself burning to protect Superman. Uh, that was just weird. Like... They, they should have yeah. been able to fight Lobo. They're both, like, really, really more skilled than Lobo. I get it, Superman... What? No. Parasite. He did it because but, Parasite. Yeah, because Parasite. But, yeah. Uh, Parasite also showed up in this movie and turned into fucking Godzilla. So, that really yeah, made this... no sense. And, like, Climax was... Movie... God... Climax was literally Parasite King of the Monsters. Exactly. Like he even does, like you know how on the poster, poster, he like looks up at the sky and does that laser beam. Yeah, dude, parallax literally not parallax, parasite literally does that. Exactly, man. Like yeah. he, they're they're straight up just copying Godzilla at that point. And the thing is, they have no explanation for it. 
Exactly. He like just he starts just doesn't... shooting lasers out of his fucking mouth. Like, there's no explanation for why he can shoot lasers out of his mouth. He just starts doing it. In no other point of the movie he could do it. And, like, he just starts shooting at buildings and shit. And how do you get that big? I mean, he'd have to suck out so many people's life energy to get that big. It, it really just and we had no sense. And they said nothing about that. All we exactly. saw was, like, just him pull out of the water like a boss battle in a video game. Like, it was Dark Souls. Yeah. I mean, like, also, they tried to make us feel bad for the characters. Like, oh my gosh, he has a daughter and a wife, and now he's ugly. And now he's killing Which they never, people, but he has a they never and a wife, did. So it's okay. Like it's. They it's never really even set that up. No, something worse that they just blatantly put out there was that he was he was a combat veteran. Like exactly. they literally just say, that. like out of nowhere, Superman yeah. just like somehow knows that. Like he can read people's minds. Like stop! I know you were a combat veteran, and we're just like. Both of us were just like, wait, what the fuck? Huh? Did we miss something? <laughs> exactly. Like, wait, was there this whole entire subplot with him having... Like, there was a bunch of, like, moments where he, he just stood there. And the whole entire time, I was thinking, like, yo, is he having non-flashbacks? Some folks are made to wake the flag. Oh, right, right. <laughs> oh yeah. We're gonna get copyright strikes now. But, yeah, we're... No, we're not. Your horrible singing is so different. Exactly, my horrible singing will protect us. Just, like, the courtroom being... I start playing the recording, and they're just like, look, just turn it off and we'll let you go. <laughs> yeah, but um, dude, and then that part where he says that, all right, so Parasite is about to kill a yacht full of people. Superman just stands there. It's like, exactly. okay, you guys heard this. He like, was a combat oh, veteran. He's, he's not a monster. You. He's just a combat veteran. <laughs> who, who, for no reason, they never explain. At least in the comics, it's, it's explained that the Parasite, or like when it in the New Fifty Two, what they did was like. An uh, alien parasite took him over, and it needs to feed on things, like yeah. an actual parasite. They, they never, never call him parasite. Also, sorry to interrupt you, but they never actually explain how the parasite got there. Like, it, it just started crawling out of a test tube. Like, that made no sense. I thought it was goo. Like, I, I was like, and now that you say it, it was basically sim. It was, it was basically, basically the that. Marvel symbiote. Like it was yes. In the wind. And, and with less tater tots. <laughs> yes. Venom with less tater tots. It, yeah. Yes, it was a turd in the wind. So. Yeah. Oh, and also Lex Luthor is like a very yeah. secondary villain. Like, it's not like how in All-Star, where he, like, yeah. was still a main part. He yeah. just was locked up. But, like, they just make him useless no, for, like, part the of the movie. movie. Like, you, what did he show up in, like, and then two he parts? Superman at the end by he shows up in the introduction. Ring, and then he runs away, and then uh, we see one scene with Martian Manhunter and him captured. So, it really just doesn't make any sense. Spoiler alert, kind of. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. Super. I mean, they trust Lex, but dude, it's Lex Luthor. We've seen this a billion times, and it's like they put it to where we were supposed to be like, 
What? He he turned evil? What? You're so right, man. Like, he does this every exactly. single time. Like, if you're watching a Superman I, film and you've I, never seen Lex Luthor turn evil, then you've never watched a Superman film. No, that's the worst thing about this movie. It's not new... It's not even, like... Like I said, there's so much stuff they don't introduce, and what I like when comic book films do is they actually make it to where it makes sense to a new yeah. audience. They, they, all right, they don't, uh, they don't even explain the yellow sun thing. They just yeah. do it. Like, yeah, the sun. It's just sorry there. To you again, but the sun, like, literally. Oh, you're good. Heals Superman. Like that's a bullshit. It, they never explain that. They they just do it. Yeah, I mean, it is a thing he's done before in the comics after thousands of issues and volumes, but they just do it. They just have no explanation, just exactly. do it. So it really does make no sense. And then the uncomfortable amount of Superman being nude in this movie was another thing to yes. talk about. Like, he, he just started being nude all of a sudden for some fucking reason. Lois Lane, he, he like, oh, he damn. He literally strikes a Da Vinci. He literally strikes a Da Vinci exactly. pose. Like, he's just... Um... Yeah, he literally does. He literally stops in the middle of the crowd. And it's just like, okay. Why did no one take pictures? <laughs> this is okay. Oh, they all oh, were. Yeah, they were filming. From that footage. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do in movies. We take the measurements and compare them, and I put them on a ranking <laughs> scale. <laughs> exactly. It's for yeah, a friend of mine. For... Wait, no, it's not me. I swear. Look, what are you going to have it done? Um, but yeah. Oh, and another thing they explain nothing of is why Parasite yeah. does this. Like, why he drains people's life force. He just does it. Again, they just... It's one of those movies where they just do things. Well, I think all movies, people do things in movies. But, um... No, I mean, with no, with no exposition, that's one of the things. We were like, oh, this is fast paces. I like it. But they don't even use the exposition part of the movie for yeah, exposition. It's just action. And then the action doesn't even make any sense. It's like a comic, but like when you walk in mid-series of a comic and like someone who's new has no idea what's going on. So, like to start your... Which is the bad part of a comic. But we did get a Batman cameo, which I'm pretty hyped about. At least we know that Batman... Well, of course we did. It's the new Decamu, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So that's probably going to set up. Because, like I already said, they're doing a long Halloween two parter in and this universe. They're also universe. doing Batman, and, of um, the Dragon, or whatever. Yeah, and also Justice Society World War II, which I actually really think the Justice Society, especially the old one, could be yeah, done man, well. we haven't had like, a Justice Society movie yet. 
And I think that's very interesting no. to see like a Lou Gehrig Flash and a um, what's the original Green Lantern's name? You mean Jay? Yeah, Alan, Alan Scott. Scott. Green Lantern. Sorry, I always forget Alan Scott. And he's like he's like the Green Lantern that everyone yeah. forgets. Well, that's because he was never even a part of the core. I think he was. He had something that was related to like Guardians yeah. technology, but he was never like an official core member. But yeah, so Superman Man of Tomorrow. What would you rate out of 10? I'd probably rate it a 6... 6.2. I'm gonna give it points for yeah, the first think. two acts of it. But the rest of it was just bullshit, <laughs> and it doesn't deserve yeah. above a 6. Actually, no. 5.5. I think that's fair. 5.5. 5.5? I thought there was some stuff... I mean... <sighs> yeah... Dang, like I said, I just hate movies where stuff, you know yeah. what I mean though, like where stuff just happens yeah. for no reason. So yeah, I'm probably going to have to give it a 5. Like not even a 5.5. I mean, well no, nah, I think a 5.52. Yeah. I mean, I really did like the first few parts of the movie. I like the character design and the animation um, style too. It was a lot better. Yeah, yeah, then the trailer, where, like, we were just talking about, like, how it had no yeah. shading. It looked... There was no shading in the But then, like, realized... Uh, no, there was shading. I noticed that. I was like, oh, there actually was shading. Just in the actual final product. It was just in, like, really bright scenes. There wasn't a lot of it. Yeah, it was barely noticeable. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there still was, though, which... And I already told someone this, but surprisingly, the animation and style was one of the pros of the yeah, movie for me. I agree. Because I like the unique way of drawing it. Like, like we said, we were all talking about like it looks like Archer, except exactly. Superman. <laughs> the, the Superman episode of Archer. Yes, but um, yeah. So this movie definitely did have some good things, but it had way too much bad. Yeah, it had the, the good so, things yeah. uh, underweighed the bad things. Mhm. Mm <sighs> Such a disappointment, though, for like their new start to well, this, this whole universe. Well, this was the second movie, Deathstroke, Knights and Dragons. Wait, what was the other one? Is the oh, that's yeah. canon in it. Oh, so, cool. I mean, we haven't seen that, um, but we will be watching that uh, sometime soon. Not next episode, but probably a couple more episodes after that. Yeah. Speaking of, um, like, I'm saying this movie was kind of good. I still had to watch, like, a good DCAMA movie to watch this out, this bad taste. So, last night I watched um, Justice League The New Frontier on HBO Max, which actually yeah. is good. So, I recommend watching yeah, that. I love that. Uh, I recommend watching Man of Tomorrow, but, like, don't expect a lot out of it. Don't expect something huge, like, an awesome plot with, like, mind-bending twists. It's, it's, it's a Superman fun. story. It's uh, yeah. no different from any other, any yeah, other uh, things. It's a mediocre story. It's fine. 
really say about yeah, it. Yeah, now I think about it. It is really like a Superman story. Like, just bland. Like, a, like I said, when you walk mid-issue yeah. into a comic. But, yeah. I think we have to stop talking about it. Otherwise, it will count as slander or whatever. And we'll get sued. <laughs> but, yeah. Final yeah. final opinion. Like I said. agree on 5.5. It was a fine movie. It was mediocre. You know, like... I actually give it a six now. I, I mean, yeah, it's, like I said, it was mediocre. It's not horrible. It's not like Green Lantern nah. or anything. Like, it's it's still good. Like I said, the first two fifths were actually pretty good. But it's just a, I'm going to stick with my. Actually, no, I'm going to go up to 5.7. Actually, because you did make me right, realize that's good enough. about the movie that I like. But overall, it was very disappointing. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's enough. That's enough of Mary yeah. Mari. We don't want to just ramble on about it. But um, next thing is that. Oh boy. Um, what's our next thing? Batman, all-star Batman and Robin. We also read this for, oh, our, yeah. review, oh. for our new first comic review. Oh yeah, podcast. This is our first comic review. And not a very good one at that. What a so, great start. If you don't know what All-Star Batman and Robin is, it was, and this, th- if you haven't heard of it, then this should sound really good to you. It's written by Frank Miller and illustrated by Jim Lee, two of the most, like, highly acclaimed oh. comic book illustrator and writer and, like, such, such big names in the comic book industry. Well, you see, this graphic novel, I literally compare... Don't you mean were? I mean, pieces. was... Frank Miller? Yeah. See, I feel like what this did was, like, to Frank Miller, at this point, Batman did get dark. He had that effect on the comic industry, but he still felt like he needed to go darker. Yeah, like, I, I this Batman like, wasn't He was like, dark. no, he now was Batman being this dark. I mean, you literally called Robin a retard. And a psycho. And literally bringing him, uh, to, abducting him from a circus without any like answer or without anything but like it was just really messed up dude he's a pure psychopath like like he's laughing while he burns police exactly. in a fire i mean this isn't dark this is psychotic like, asshole and listening to robin's inner dialogue in like the first or second issue it's like hearing someone talk about being kidnapped, he was kidnapped. like an actual child being kidnapped Exactly, and he's like, "This main, this guy keeps laughing," and then Batman just straight up hits him when he starts talking about his Bro, dead Batman parents. Not Batman's. That just came out. Um, not too, not too long ago. This is 2005. Not 60s, but this isn't even uh, 80s Frank Miller at his high point where he was actually making good stories. This is the 2000s. Oh, so, no. to slap a child in the 2000s after abducting them and uh, basically um, forcing them into little tight pants and uh, basically... Yeah, you know like, what? You know what, Robin? Why don't you wear this tonight? I said, where are you, old son of a bitch? Dance. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and actually listening to Batman's inner dialogue, he sounds like a fucking he pedophile. Oh, he's a strong little boy. He he's like, what a strong boy for his age. And I'm like, dude, chill, chill. I mean, I mean, I it, I feel like 
And then he also um, has sex no, parts with Black of it. Canary uh, in front of a bunch of burning bodies. I think Robin was there looking in the shadows like, go get him, Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, it's just so fucked up. Robin, when he um, comes over I forgot. Was like, Batman, why are you tackling another superhero? Wait, why is that out? Wait a second. What's that white stuff? <laughs> what? Oh my god. <laughs> no, but like, was um Black Canary and Green Lantern? I mean, not Green Lantern, Green Arrow, together in this. Was Batman a homewrecker oh, no. too? He also um basically uh what was he attacking Green Lantern or whatever with uh, that pissed yellow room? Yeah, he kicks him in the face. Robin said, Batman said, yeah, Look, don't they say like this. just have to rub this and he will come out, Robin? Wait, no, dude. They literally, like, I think they said something like, he's, someone says something about it being yellow paint, and Batman literally, like, whispers to Greener, that's what he thinks. I was like, No, I think he got, like, bat piss or something. I don't know. I forgot if that was yeah <laughs> dude he just frank miller went off the walls frank with miller... this wasn't joker like a mercenary with a dragon tattoo yeah, on his basically. back like he he was a deadly assassin yeah like really you really did that much just to be unique i i told i told him q to read the online version but I had the unfortunate idea when I was a young comic collector to purchase it because I had only heard of like Frank Miller highly acclaimed shit didn't realize that he was actually a really bad writer oh, God. and ran out of things after the 80s and I unfortunately mm -hmm. actually spent and he, money on this he product and um pretty pissed but credit where credit is due it's not like he's on the credit where credit is due uh exactly. He... Jim Lee made this look actually yeah. good with how he drew it. I loved, I love his art style. I have Batman Hush. I've read it twice. Um, just got it actually a few months, Bitch, I've had like Batman maybe a Hush month ago. Like five years now, and I've read it five times. Hey, you said bad word. You said you said no no word. Elmo will take your act down. <laughs> Batman's gonna slap me in some tights. Yes. Um, but yeah, like... Batman asked Robin to share a room with him while they were out on, like... It's okay, Robin. You can just come oh in here. Oh my god. No, leave the tights on. I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. I really wouldn't. Frank Miller just... Um, but yeah, but to be honest... Sorry. This makes Batman... You're good. Uh, Go on. Frank Miller just be like, wait, I have to cut this part out. But yeah. Um, it it does make it it does make the strikes again thing with like Robin saying he was like abused yeah. or whatever. It does like make that make more sense. Like at first I was like, really? Because they barely showed yeah. any of it. And now that this is canon, 
in the Millerverse, as they call it, makes way more sense. Like how in Strikes Against Spoiler, like go up 10 seconds, he becomes the Joker after Lex experiments yeah. on him. Because, yeah. And that did make it more make more sense, but like even that was uh, not so good. The Dark Knight, especially Thanks. compared to the original, it was a really bad book. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I didn't like it to be honest. I love Dark Knight Return. Not yeah, Returns. Uh, I keep getting that mixed up with Rises. <laughs> I love it. I, I love how he like brought a new age of comics in the 80s but it feels like his style isn't a level it's a multiplication problem with darkness like i said batman was already dark in the 2000s he wanted to multiply it to be even more dark and psychopathic and realistic even though batman's car turns into a plane not realistic I don't think, like, if Batman started oh. kidnapping children, he w- the Justice League would totally just start shining him. Yeah, was it, did Green Lantern, like, come for something similar? Or did he mention I it? Know. I don't know. Yeah, so even they're like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I would have fired yeah. him. Like, dude, you're, you're a child kidnapper. Like, you're, just... you're really kidnapping like. Kidnapping. Right. It's in the name. This weird bat dude is literally um, abducting children from the streets and putting them in tights and making them fight crime. Um, what should we do about this? No, let him into our group. Oh yeah, good idea. Yeah, like if I was Superman Returns, I would have just like immediately. Like, if I'd have known this was going on when I read Returns, I'd be like, dude, Superman, just kick his ass, please. Just, I, I wouldn't have been rooting for Batman at that point. And that's the thing that ruins Batman exactly. for this. I mean, you want to root for Batman, but in this book, I seriously just wasn't. I was just like, you know what? This time, Batman deserves a good ass kicking, okay? He, he's, he's not smart. He's I was actually on the side of Rock. Because Robin was, like, actually the most realistic. Well, I guess Batman was realistic in how insane he was. But, dude, I was like, get out of there. It was like an abduction story. Oh, God, I wonder how he's going to get out. Oh, wait, he, he doesn't. doesn't. For real. It's, it's like, actually depressing. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. um, I feel like the Dark... Not the Dark Knight. Um, Batman and Robin All-Star was one of the worst books I've ever read in my life. It was a horrible adaptation of yeah, Batman same. and Robin. The only thing that actually saved it, and Batman, the only I'll thing I'm giving this. it points on, is Jim Lee's artwork, because Jim Lee is a master artist, and um, yes. he has made such great works. As I mean, you look at the Loeb verse, and pretty much most of the most famous graphic novels have come from the low verse, like Batman Long Halloween, Batman Hush, Batman Dark Victory. Mm-hmm. Like, those are all in the low verse. Yeah. So. But the Miller verse. And they're all uh, written by Jack Lowe. Yeah. He. Dude, he fucked that shit. He up. really did. And it's just. Bad. 
to see him like fall that much in his right field. I mean, to be fair, even in the nineties, crack started to form. Like he wasn't as good. Oh yeah, he got on that. Yeah, didn't he do crack while he was writing strikes again? Dude, he was probably doing crack while he was writing Batman Returns. <laughs> mm, yeah, fair. He did, like, go into the Batcave naked and, like, what, fight a bat? Yeah, man. I think Batman was more on crack than him. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just, like, I really... If you li- somehow, like, like this, or, like, how... 90s to 2000s Frank Miller is. I mean, I guess read it. But if you if it's your thing. If you don't, then don't read it. I mean, you can read it if you're just curious, yeah. but I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. If. But yeah, yeah. Same. Now this out of ten. I'd rate it three out of ten, and that's only because of Jim Lee's artwork. Nothing else is Same, 3.5. I feel like his foot, he deserved like a 3.5 point. Because, I mean, he's just yeah. great. Especially when he's accommodated with good writing, which he was not. But when he is, that's when he like shows his peak. Yeah. But yeah. So, next topic for today. That'll be our. Alright, that's the end of the All-Star Batman and Robin wait, review. Wait, wait. Next topic. Before before we um begin our next topic, I feel it's time to talk about our sponsor for this week. If you are wondering ah. who made this thumbnail for our video, it was a man named Mingwax One. Oh one. Or one. I don't know. I think it's one, but Shout out Mingwax One. Yeah. But um, he does a bunch of thumbnails and art, and um, if you want some more beautiful art, like a Superman uh, with an archer mustache, then you should totally go check him out on Discord. We will send a link to his Discord and um, and the description, and please go join it. Thank you once again to Minglax. He's pretty one. active. Yeah, he's really active. He's also on our Discord, so if you want to contact him through there, please go there. But, um, yeah, so thank you to Min Gwax One once again, you. and go check him out. So, um, that's kind of our shout out, Seals. All right. Next topic for today the WandaVision trailer and show in general. What'd you think? Right, this looks like a really good show. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, once again, yeah. I've expressed my opinions about the MCU pretty loudly in our last two videos. Uh, but yeah, I feel like this yeah. is a very interesting concept to go by, and if you didn't notice, the original Scarlet Witch costume, um, what's your face, uh, Elizabeth Olsen yeah. is finally going to be wearing the original Scarlet Witch costume, instead of just the red jacket, which I always thought was a stupid costume. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I thought the MCU does a good job at making the costumes where like it's not like you'll burst out laughing if they'll start talking about a serious subject like if i saw directly from the comics wanda like talking from just that costume like i would just not take it seriously at all they have a good way of making me take it seriously with their designs 
But it just looks generic. Like, like, I like my things to look weird. I like them to look not serious. Because then it's just generic. There's nothing added to it. But yeah, we're going to go off topic, man. So I recommend... Because we always go off topic, people. If we start talking about something, we need to stop ourselves immediately. Well, we're still talking about the show in general. And Wanda. So, yeah, I feel like that's a cool little thing, having their original costumes. You say you like um, Scarlet's? I'd say, okay. Um, but we can both agree the Vision one is, like, made for a joke. It's like a Halloween party. Yeah. Which is what it's probably going to be. It's probably going to be for, like, a quick little uh, episode where, like, they're taking place... Oh, and also a thing I liked was the sitcom aspect. No, we don't know what that is yet. Because... But that looks really good. It looks directly ripped from the, like, the first scene in the trailer. The Dick Van Dyke show, um, Bewitched, where, like, she's using the... Her one glass. Yeah, but I think what they're gonna do with it is have, like... She's creating an alternate dimension, and maybe, like, she's familiar with sitcoms or something. So that's how she molds the world. Ah, that's a smart fan theory. Yeah, I I, I think I agree with that. Like, um, yeah, I I totally agree with that theory. And that's, like, her dream. Yeah, like, or maybe it's because, like, in sitcoms, everyone. What if, like, it's, uh, what if it's heaven or hell or whatever you believe in? What if it's the place you go after you die? Now, I think Vision is like, I think she's causing it. I think it's sort of like House of M, where she changes reality. In House of M, she gets rid of everyone with mutant, all mutants and superpowers. Yeah. And I think this, she just like got so traumatized over Vision. She changed, like you saw how her powers evolved through the yeah. movies. But I feel like I think she that's got to the kind of stupid because like then you're just using her as an object. Like, oh, she she loves the man, so she needs him back. She can't live on his. Like, I feel like that's a bit sexist. If they're just gonna use her for no, fun. she she like she like would go crazy like how she did in the comic. She like goes insane. Well, in the comic, it's because the Avengers kill her children that uh. she made from just her powers. Yeah. That would make and a lot more she like goes crazy. But just because her, and she even is just holding because it my hubby died, I'm going to reset reality. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How'd you think well, of it? But it seems like actor. I feel like she's a really good job playing um, yeah. Scarlet Witch, and I feel like the uh, what's his face again? Um, what's his name? Um, I always forget his name. Shit. Yeah, same. Uh, well, but the forehead, yeah, the forehead dude. dude. Um, Vision, the dude who plays Vision, is always um such good at it, and like I feel like they're both great representations of the characters. And um, honestly, I'm really excited for the show. I feel like they're gonna do a lot, open up a lot of new possibilities for the MCU. And I personally will not be able to watch it because I ha- do not have Disney Plus, but. If you are able to watch it, uh, I recommend you go too because it's going to be pretty cool. So yeah. Well, and I might be able. Well, and I might be able to review it for you. Oh shit. Because yeah. I still have Disney Plus, and I'm waiting to like, like everything comes out. Yeah, man. I'm loyal. But um, finally, after that 
let's let's uh, talk about our two final topics. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh wait, has been. Hold up. There was one more thing uh, I wanted to say. Right. I think I might have. All right. Yeah. Twilight Zone aspect. To me. That is certainly not a Twilight it, Zone. It looks like. I did not get that feeling at all. Well, if you look at it. Well, it feels more like. All right. Some scenes, it's like this alternate reality and everyone's realizing it like the guy at the dinner table he just then realizes wait where when the hell did this happen and then i think scarlet witch like rewinds reality again or retwists it and she just keeps doing that throughout the show and it looks like vision's finally starting to notice in some scenes like when he goes up to that woman in the car and is like She's like, am I dead? And he's like, no, why would you think that? And she's like, and you are, because you are. And he was, like, shocked. Like, he never even knew he died. But the thing is that, like, the Twilight Zone happens in the same universe. It happens in the Twilight Zone. So, yeah. I, I don't... Well, yeah, I mean, like, of the eerie aspect oh, of the Twilight so Zone. It's an eerie aspect in general, I get from it. I don't get... Like, when I watch the Twilight yeah. Zone... I get a feeling that can only be described as a Twilight Zone feeling. When I watched that trailer, I got not even an eerie feeling, but uh, you ever seen the movie The Lighthouse? Yes, the one with Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. I I got that kind of feeling from it, actually. That kind of going insane, that kind of madness that that movie basically represented. I got that feeling from this. Yeah. Yeah, actually. So, yeah. I feel like this is going to have a different feeling than the rest of the MCU, which I think a lot of these are. Like, I they, I think that Winter Soldier and Falcon's going to have, like, a spy movie feeling. Like how Winter Soldier did yeah. a bit. I totally agree. Um, yeah, and all these show, shows, like can do other aspects. I really want a TVMA Moon Knight show, which I've already said, where it goes into the aspect. Let's face it. Damn it. Like, MCU is not TVMA. It's PG-13, and they're always going to be PG-13. I'm sorry to break it to you, but DC is like... Weren't the Netflix shows MCU? Yeah, but they weren't MCU. They were Netflix shows. That's very different than the MCU. If this is like generalized... That's true, and this is Disney. This is Disney. Disney ain't taking shit, man. They're not like they're. A, they're like we're the family company. You say, so yeah. like I, I don't, I don't think they're gonna do that shit, man. I'm sorry. Hopefully, we at least get in She-Hulk. Like you know how she's an attorney. At, at least get either a reference or a cameo, or even a crossover of Daredevil because Matt Murdock and Foggy. Nelson. Oh hell yeah, man. Like, maybe they go in a case against each oh, other. Oh, that would be so sick. And then they're actually fighting, like, Daredevil versus She-Hulk. That'd be sick. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not getting Disney Plus oh, yeah. again. Okay. Unless they make a Daredevil show. I can see that. And mm-hmm. it's TV. Or unless or one TV. of these actually turn out to be, like, amazing. I, I don't even care if... I don't really care about these shows. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I, I honestly could give two shits about the MCU. I, I get that it's a big deal to a I lot like... of people and that people want to keep watching it. I'm done with it. I'm gonna watch if they ever. I'm gonna watch okay. Spider-Man three. 
Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And if they ever make a Daredevil movie, I'll watch that. But that's it. Or a Ghost Rider movie. With Ben Affleck? That's it. I'm all done. Alright, but yeah. So, now, next topic. Like we are starting to say, Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury show. Yeah. That's going on Disney Plus also. He has been confirmed to act in a new Disney Plus show. Um, it, we don't know what it's called. There's very limited info on it. But, yeah, he has been confirmed now that uh, he's actually able... He is going to be Nick Fury. And Nick Fury isn't dead. We well, knew, we knew wait, that Nick Fury they already said he was dead, dead already. But we know that he's not dead forever now. Like, he... They're, they're going to keep using his, um... Basically, they're going to keep using him in the MCU. That's what I meant. So, did you see the post credit scene for, um... Spider-Man Far From Home, the final one. Yes, I think so. Where it, like, shows Nick Fury and he's on a scroll base, um, working with them on a mission. Yeah. Do you think they're gonna do a prequel, kind of? Like, in between Captain Marvel and Avengers, or Iron no. Man? Or do you think they're gonna... A sequel. Alright, you think they're gonna do a sequel? sequel? Or not a sequel, but like the next part of yeah. it? Like showing what his mission was? Yeah. I feel like they're gonna do that. Yeah, same. And I feel but, like if they um, had to do a prequel... Yeah, so... Captain Marvel? Yeah. Nick Fury? Like, remember they had to de-age him? I, I feel like it wasn't too noticeable in that movie, but a whole show of it? Eh, nah. It's just not our cup of tea if they de age him again. Because, like, it worked for one thing, but yeah. anything else won't work for. I really wish they hadn't done what they did in Captain Marvel with his eye. Yeah. Uh, instead That's of just some a little heroic thing. That... Way, he lost his eye by getting it scratched out by a fucking cat. A fucking flurg? What was that, like a flirt or something it was I called? I think so, but I just call it a cat, because come on, it's a cat. Yeah, it's space cat. Space cat. It's like a cat with a... Yeah, it's like a cat with an interdimensional vacuum in its stomach. Cos- you know, I'm waiting... If Disney Plus makes a Cosmo show, I hope Cosmo Ooh. gets into the next Well, I think... Hello, my friends. Hello, my friends. I am Cosmo. I am Cosmo the Space Dog. <laughs> yes, indeed. We need that guy. Cosmo versus from, the, from the uh, Who would win? But yeah, we need to... If they made a poster for the it would be like their two faces <laughs> on each side of the cover. But yeah, this is getting to be a pretty lengthy episode, I feel like. So... We're on to our final topic. Yeah, well, we only have one more topic. Yeah, um... And... You want to go with it, or should I say it? I'll say it. Um, new casting for the Black Adam movie for Hawkman. Adis Hodge might be playing him. We, they... Very high chance of playing him, actually. They're in final talks with DC right now, but... He may actually get to play Hawkman, and I myself think that he will make a perfect Hawkman. Alright, yeah. So, 
and also i think so i know about hawkman do you know his like origin or whatever no like in the comics well he's supposed to be like a reincarnated pharaoh who like ever or originally he was a pharaoh until like every time he gets killed he's reborn again but with different memories yeah but like with same appearance yeah it's like there's even like some point where he goes out as like nighthawk in the uh 1700s like a cowboy kind of thing like lone ranger with a hot girl being cinnamon yeah i feel like since like his origins being a pharaoh i feel like um it's a good choice to have an african-american player I mean, person or actor playing him. Yeah, I. Because I, that's more historically accurate. Yeah. Because that's because there was way more African American pharaohs than white. There like were they were either Egyptian or pharaohs at all. It was mainly like. It was usually people who got the role from, like, not even from heritage, but like, just basically conquering the role. Yeah. But yeah, I completely agree so I with you that. Really, I, I also think Yeah, it would actually be accurate to its origin. I also think so that's kind of like white watching character. Yeah. I also think but, um, that uh if Hawkman's in this, maybe we could get another Justice League movie that's not a Snyder cut, dumbass Snyder. Um like it's an actual Justice League movie. I mean, we talk Green Lantern, Batman, Flash, Wonder Woman. Like, we retconned uh, um, old Justice League, replaced Ben Affleck with someone better and new. And, and Hawkman Hawk could actually, like, he's he's not really a big character, but neither was ant Yeah. And that's kind of a bad example, but he's still, like, more popular than he was. Like, people just took him as a joke. Same with Hawkman, yeah. but if he does a great performance yeah. and makes the character actually good, people will be more interested. Yeah, totally. Like, how many times do you get people reading a Justice League or watching a Justice League movie with Hawkman? It's like, oh yeah, Hawkman. Like almost never. Yeah. Actually, pretty much. <laughs> but this could bring that character into the light, and if we get a solo Hawkman movie. I, I honestly go to see it. I'm going to see all the DC movies, but I'd go to see it. Just yeah. out of curiosity. And Black Adam is going to have the first live-action Justice Society. Oh. Not. Well, not first live-action, but live-action movie Justice Society. Yeah, what was the first live-action? Because we've had Smallville and Arrow. Then we, like the Smallville one? Yeah, we had Smallville, Arrowverse had him for, like, Legends of Tomorrow in Season 2, but they weren't really done at all well. But I think with this, they will. Yeah, totally. And also, we have a high chance of getting him in that Justice League movie as a reincarnated version of that character. Oh, yeah. In Black Adam. Because he'll be, like, old by then, or dead, (laughs) which will give them a chance to have... Yeah, which will give them a chance to have a reincarnated Hawkman with, like, a different suit. Like, have the suit kind of be kind of a little bit campy in Look, I, Black Adam because it's 19... the suits, I don't think they should change them because their legacies are based on their suits. And if they change them, then it, it will just... It, it just won't work. Like, you want to make them all serious? I completely disagree with that, man. 
You want to keep them like the comic book version. You want it to feel like you're watching a wanna... comic book. You don't want it to be that serious. Oh no! Because then you get a Snyder book. I want it to. Yes, but then I want it to be like an aspect of the comic book version. And like, there are some comic book heroes who have great characters and personalities, but when you try to put that into a live-action film, it doesn't really work. Like Vision, well, they changed his costume for the better. I don't think Vision's costume was really changed that much. They just well, I mean, he didn't like have. There, there wasn't that big of a change. Well, yeah, but he didn't like have. Yeah, but in the comics, it's like just really bright green spandex with a giant cowl or like Dracula cowl over his neck. Yeah, and him really bright green like technological suit with a cape. So like they just got rid of the cowl and didn't make it as bright. So it's the same costume. Well, yeah, but like like you said, they made it more technological. But in, yeah, yeah, let's, doing let's, let's not do this right let's now. Not. We're in the middle of a podcast. Okay. Here. We need to act professional. Right. But yeah, we're at 40 okay. minutes right now, so I feel like um, we've done all we need to do. Are you hyped for Black Adam? Yep. Uh, Hawkman is probably going to be good if this actor is cast as him because he was actually in The Invisible yeah. Man. Not that great of a movie, but he was actually good at it. You haven't seen it, but I, I, I didn't. I, I so you, you yeah, tell me about it right before this. Yeah, and he was actually good in it. So yeah, those are my expectations for him in the role. And All right. we. So I was. This is a good episode. Yeah, I agree. Or opinions. If you like, want to give us any criticism on it, like tell us anything we want to do better or like we already said recommendations for topics or participate in the polls join our discord which we will link we shall link our discord and we shall also link this dude's discord but yeah so yes. thanks for listening to us wherever you listen thank you um we are going to basically do another one Wednesday if possible if we can't do it you will hear a pre-recorded one but thanks for listening. Um, please subscribe if you did enjoy. If you did not, then um, you can join. Uh, either tell us you hated it and then leave. Or you can just uh, give us ways to be better. So thank you for um, so listening. And we'll see you all later. See you later.